Three Tower 1045, the zone out and about on a rainy Thursday in Middle Tennessee. But hey, we're warm and dry in here. Red Dog Wine and Spirits in Franklin, that's where we are. Yeah, we are. Better believe it. Look at that. Whose voice was that? Ah, the one and only. Well, that's your voice, too. We'll that's, get to the you. other voice in a it's second. Cool. It's cool. This is your show, Slay. Yeah. This is your show. Mm-mm. We're about to mix Mm-mm. it up right now. Yeah. Best believe I'm in the building. Mixing up two shows on the zone. Yeah. Yeah. Ramon Foster from Jmart and Ramon is here in yeah. Franklin. Punk, you got Who the hell are you? Ramon. You know. Say my name. Ramon. What? Say my name. I don't have a damn clue who the hell you are. Yeah, you do. Do you respect hey. the bad guy? Ramon. Ramon. <laughs> Yeah. You know, he gets me when he says, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. You know I am. <laughs> you don't know how to end this show. <laughs> Here's what, uh, what my name is. Ramon says all the time. He's from hum- Humble Hendersonville. Humble Hendersonville, He man. experienced the Franklin traffic coming out here I in the rain. I did. I've had a luxury. You know, as much as the, the morning show is a grind to get up every single day, no yeah. traffic is a plus. I know, and it's hard to go north. Oh, basically any time, except for like five in the morning or four in the morning. When, when Thursday, Friday, traffic going north starts at like 235. <laughs> like yeah. there's oh, no know. such thing as five o'clock traffic. It's just no traffic. once COVID hit. I mean, it really got rid of rush hour. I mean, rush hour is a rush hour. Yeah. But people leave at weird times. now. Yeah. yeah. You got to. They're trying to play it off. <laughs> trying, to play, trying to play it off. Yeah. What's up, man? How are you? I'm good, man. It's been a good week, man. Hey, by the way, fellas. Yes, sir. What Ron's going to be real proud of me when I say this next sentence. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What you got? You're going to be real proud. Are you ready? Brace, I am. Brace yourself. I'm holding on. I took a nap today. What? <laughs> hey, man, listen. Intentionally or did you just fall asleep? Intentionally, I took one. How you feel? I feel so much better I right now. I told you, dog. You tell I've been me. telling this man, I'm telling y'all at least, at least 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Take a nap, dog. I'm yeah, because of when you were in Europe. You yeah. discovered this. Hey, man. They weird. all nap over there. <laughs> Heck, yeah. They go home and take long breaks for lunch, at least three hours. Like, you try to go get lunch somewhere, they all clo- they're they all close. closed. <laughs> yeah, you better, you better get there before 11. <laughs> 12 o'clock, it's party over. Hey, man, I took two. a nap, Brent. I feel, I'm ready to go. I got to go to, right. uh, I already got a game tonight, 745. All right, man. I had to might slide through that thing, yeah, man. I'll tell you the address. I don't want folks pulling up on you in public and stuff like Pulling up on me. Because, uh, Brent, you know when you with Ron. Yeah. You with everybody. So, <laughs> RJ is what, 13? 13. And he's what, 6'5? Not yet. He's close. He's close. <laughs> he's 6'3. He's taller than our dad now. Yeah. He might have shrunk. Like, 6'3. Yeah, 6'3 at uh, 13. By the way, when you come to Red Dog Wine and Spirits, you got to get this in there. In there. When you walk in, feel comfortable. We're all a family. Mm-hmm. No doubt. And scream, I'm in the building. Yeah. I did it for the first time. We've yeah. had seven people in hour number one. Do you think hour number two, we can break that seven? I would, I would hope so. And I, listen, I told you I put it out on Twitter. I put it out on Instagram. The first two people that come through and say, I'm in the building, and they come over to the table, I got $20 on your first bottle. Hey, now. So, I mean, hey, this is the holiday It's the holiday time. Look, <laughs> Look not, at Becky. Not, Becky. not you, Becky. Becky. Not you. All right, Becky Mako from sales, looking for twenty dollars. Look at Kirby. Everybody in the building now. The two taken up already. Oh man! Hey, All right, man. Pittsburgh and yeah. Titan Steelers coming up this week, and you guys have been talking a lot about it. Yeah. And we've said, look, respect Ramon, man. He played eleven years for the Steelers. Come on now. And if any of y'all listening who are diehard Titans fans played eleven years for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You'd be for the Steelers, too. Yeah. Now, 
That doesn't mean you can't throw crap. No doubt about it. And you've been getting that. A hundred percent. Now, the line opened Titans by two and a half, which yeah. surprised me to the point where I put it on Twitter. Yeah. But I don't put every point spread on Twitter, but right. that, that one surprised me. It's drifted down. Uh-huh. Steelers by half a point. Yeah. Turned into a face. Steelers by half a point. That means there's a lot of money going to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And you know why? Uh, there's a lot of speculation that Ben might be on his way out. And I think there's also a lot of life behind what Ben and the Steelers did in the second half of that Minnesota game. Yes. Mike T has come out. Coach Tomlin has come out and said, uh, when asked a question about the no huddle, well, you'll probably see that early and often. That's where Ben thrives at. That's what I've also been warning everybody about in Nashville about if you let Ben cook and no huddle, it can be a problem. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think they're going to say, hey, you know what, Matt Canada, OC of Pittsburgh Steelers, Ben going to do his thing. So fans always ask when they – because when Mariota was here, when Mariota would have success, it would be in the no-huddle situation yeah, with right. the four-minute offense or the two-minute offense. Mm-hmm. And fans would always ask, and I'm sure Steelers fans ask this too, why don't you just do that exclusively? Because yeah. you got to have some, some uh, balance to what's going on too. Um, and, and when you get to a point to where you've got them reeling, going like on their heels a little bit, okay, then let's settle down and do our game plan. Yeah. The no huddle is for the quarterback and offense to take advantage of what's out there right then and there. You don't want to get away from what you're good at or controlling the pace of the game. That's another thing that no huddle does to you, too. It can also put your defense, which an NFL defense isn't equipped like a college defense this past year with the Tennessee Vols, to be out there that often and just grinding out because there's not as many players either available. So Georgia figured out the two big dudes for Georgia. uh, Alabama figured out the, the two big dudes for Georgia. They figured out, man, these guys are getting gassed. Yeah. We're going to go tempo to keep them on the field. Mm-hmm. Do the yep. Steelers do that? Say, because I think one of the game plans for the Titans is clear, and that's Big Jeff, Darnell Autry, up the middle, yep. collapse the pocket. Yep. Right? Yep. If that starts to happen, do you go no huddle yep. to keep those guys on the field and try to wear them out? Yes, you do. Because if pressure's getting to Ben quick, then he's got to get the ball out even faster, which he's already getting the ball out of it's his fast. quick anyway. Death but by then, a thousand paper cuts, man. That's exactly what it is. And then you got to look at the fact that, okay, well, if, if Jeff's out there, if the Nico's out there, and I got them, we're getting five. We're getting three. And then we're getting five again. Guess what? Back at the line of scrimmage again. And let's go. And at that point, Ben can pick and choose what he wants to do. And I think that's why, if you know, if you're a betting person, you look at that and say, well, they had a whole lot of success on the road against Minnesota, down by 29 points at one point in time. Yeah. And it was within one point, one one catch of actually tying a win in that game at that point, too. Mm-hmm. So um, that's the momentum, plus the three days of rest, plus they're at home. Um, it could be interesting. Hey, yeah. real quick, uh, one note from the Browns. Uh, they play the Raiders. Uh-huh. You may not be able to get this bet in quick enough because this news is out there. Baker Mayfield already had tested positive and is on the reserve COVID-19 list. Now, Browns quarterback Case Keenum has tested positive for COVID, leaving quarterback what? Nick Mullins in line to start wow. for Mississippi State. You remember they had a situation like that last year, though, where they had a just random running back that ran for like 240-some <laughs> yards. Yeah. You remember that game yeah. last year? So, say that, and Cleveland might go do the same thing over. Yep, they might. Yep. I, I will say, man, I, I used to, um, talking about the no huddle, um, I used to ask Ramon, like, dude, why don't y'all ever go in the huddle? <laughs> like, because they were, well, when they got the rolling, they were going. I was like, as an hey, offensive dude. lineman, do you guys like to do that? Brent, or look, do you need the huddle for to catch your breath? Look, look at me when I tell you. Hell yes, okay? <laughs> yeah. I love the no huddle. Yeah. Because this two, the reason why offensive line love no huddle when it's working is 
we can pace ourselves. The offensive, even the receivers can pace themselves also. But this is what happens to defense. If a defender doesn't chase the ball, that's why you hear Coach Rodney Garner, get your butt to the ball, mm-hmm. get to the ball, get to the ball, because if one player is not running, that's a touchdown. They got to sprint to the ball. So if, if it's a 10-yard play and they can't run off the field, do the Aaron Rodgers. Get, a, uh, get 12 men on the field. Get mm-hmm. to the line of scrimmage real quick because they got to run to the ball. They got to sprint to it. So you gas them a whole lot quicker than offensive players gas up. Yeah. I love it. Look at that, man. Here, I got to do some shopping right now. I know Cosell. A little bit breakdown. Cosell got to come on. Hey, Greg Cosell's coming on. Hey, you can hang with Cosell. Just ask him what the film shows on play or whatever. Cosell would love that. Yeah, Greg Cosell coming up next. We got Big Ramon, the Big Ragu, Big Savagery, whatever you want to call him. All you can find him on Twitter at Ramon Foster. Ramon. Uh, Brent Dorby, Rod Slay with you. Ramon. Don Davenport in Orlando. She's got a game tomorrow. We're at Red Dog Wine and Spirits. Come by and see us next to Publix in Franklin. 1031 Riverside Drive. 10% off all single barrel purchases. Mm. Check that out. And we'll be here until 6 o'clock. We'd love to see you. Come yell at us. I'm in the building. We'll be right back. <laughs> I think maybe put him on hold there, Hunk. I don't think he can hear us. But they So <laughs> there has been an issue today with, with this, with callers and things like that. What's up, man? So two right there. Yeah. I missed because I it's looked away. Um, with callers being able to hear us, the reason is because we put in a new board. Right. Um, right. So they're changing a lot of what uh, the producers are using on a day-to-day basis, and they did that yesterday after we went off the air. And so I immediately heard Mike Keith and those guys um, having to deal with it, and then uh, Ramon and, and J-Mart, and then, uh, and then Buck was trying to talk to Ferkser, who was in Mayfield, Kentucky, doing great work. Yeah. And uh, so – that's where we are. But okay. uh, the film is going to show that Jacksonville didn't have much. <laughs> right? And really, they, they have even – even. but you know what? I was going to say have even less now, but it may be a thing where it's addition by subtraction in this case. You know, Urban being taken out. And, a lot of money went into Jacksonville in that Jacksonville-Houston game. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. You know, you just said something about – Let's you know what? Let's ask Cosell. Greg Cosell with us, I believe, uh, back in effect. Greg, are you there? He's there. I can hear him typing. Yep. Greg's getting busy on the tape. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say, um, with this matchup coming up, um, how important is it for a guy like what Bud Dupree brings to the Titans if he was able to play? Yeah. What would that bring to it? Would how like him Listen. and Harold Landry being able to get that being? We were talking with Coach Mack yesterday because yeah. my whole thing is collapse the pocket from yeah. kind, of, kind of like the, the Rams game mm-hmm. where Big Jeff and Autry need to get up the field and force force Roethlisberger out. He can't move like he used to be. No, he can't. Now, Not consistently. He, he, he can stay up with guys hanging on him right. still. Like, he ain't lost that. Yep. But if you can make him move, that opens the door for a Bud Dupree maybe right. on the outside. Right, right, and right, right. listen, I know they haven't put him back on the roster yet. He's eligible to return. Yeah. He's going to play against Pittsburgh, isn't he? I mean, uh, if you're asking me as a competitor, would I play? You better believe I would play. If I got to put – listen, I'm I don't, I'm a guy that does not like wearing knee braces, having an ACL torn, and that was my first thing telling Chad Newman. I'm like, listen, man, I don't want to wear that brace. And the reason being I don't want to wear the brace is because I feel like 
not not it restricts my movement or anything, but I feel like it gives my opponent an advantage, man. And I didn't want a mental edge. I didn't want them to get a mental advantage um, on me at all. Even by just seeing the brace, like, we'll attack. I was like, man, dude, I'm taking that off. I'm just taking the rear. So you never played with the brace? No. Nope. I tried to sleep Well, plus one it's day. a psychological thing for you, that, too, That, right? too. You know, and then people always, like, when you hurt, you'll see people reaching for it and touching their knee and things like that. Like, I, I don't want to use that excuse. If I'm out here, I'm going in. And they count on me to go in. I think that's what Bud, what Bud would be. What about Harold, Harold Landry on the other side with 11 sacks hey, now, man? Knocking on the door. Listen, if he has a strong close this season, he's <laughs> going to get paid. You know that. You know that truck, he's going to anyway. Man, the truck you see riding down the street, wave it down. That Brinks truck, wave it down. Tell him they need to go to Harold Landry's home because that's what he's going to need if he keep on playing the way he is. That man got to deserve a bank roll. Real, real quick, let me get this out there. Uh, I mentioned Ferkser up there um, mm-hmm. with, with – um, Mayfield, uh, in Kentucky. Mayfield, Kentucky, mm-hmm. yeah, and and just the devastation. They had an an EF4 tornado that rolled through yeah. there. So far, the record is the, they're on record as saying that it was 125 miles consistent on the ground. Yeah, Lee, 125 miles. It may what? end up being longer than that. Like they're still trying to measure everything. Yeah, uh, but uh, the, our friends in, in in South Central Kentucky and Bowling Green and all those communities up there. Um, I mean. Hell, we got hit here too, and uh, just a lot of hurting people out there. And, and yeah. we we know living here that yep. that you know it's 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 tornado central, yeah. and yep. there's no rhyme nor reason to where these things just fall out of the sky. Correct. Uh, but Cumulus, Cumulus Nashville is partnering with the Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee and Team Western Kentucky Tornado Relief to help those impacted by the tornadoes Saturday morning. For more information on how you can help, go to 1045thezone.com slash help and get that done need to clean up something else so brett bachelor put a poll out there is die hard a christmas movie what was it 98 percent said yes 98 percent said yes we had a caller that said there's no way it's a christmas movie because it came out in july which it did but that has nothing to do with it i mean the movie is set in christmas it's it's about it's about, I mean, the whole thing is about, yeah. about Chris. I know yeah. you got terrorists, like, taking money and, and flying. That, but it, it, and again, the director said it's a Christmas movie, so I'm going to go with them. Uh, but to that point, Miracle on 34th Street, we had a couple of listeners uh, hit us up with that. Yeah. Miracle on 34th Street, as Christmas, it's a Christmas movie yeah. as you can get. Yeah. May 2nd okay. was released. Okay. Christmas Vacation, December 1st, so that's closer. Okay. Home Alone, November 16th. All right. Christmas story, November 18th. Uh, but anyway, so I wanted to clean that up. Now, from a Pittsburgh perspective, like their concern, if I'm looking at it from, from the Steelers side of things, our offensive line is a concern, right? We've got to get the ball out quick. This is what they do. They, sure. they run the ball with Najee Harris, and they throw, they dump it off. Yeah. Particularly the right side of the offensive line is a problem for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I mean, not a problem, but in question. And that side is the side that the defensive player of the year lines up on who likes to have a party. Now, I don't know. I haven't checked. Do we have an okay or a green light on T.J. Watt playing, or has is, is it not been T.J. said? Play. Yeah, my guess is he's going to play. Remote Foster back at the table. That's a competitor. Part of the problem with the Steelers' offensive line is you ain't there. 
Uh, you I mean, know to what? be real. I was yeah. going to yell that out, but I decided not to be so, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, so boastful about it. But yeah. I'll say this, too. It takes time to get a line together. Yeah. Um, and just right now, it's not a good time because Ben is an older player. He, he don't want to take those hits like that anymore, mm-hmm. or nobody wants to take those hits. Right. But when you get out of sequence with your offense and you can't, you know, make a, a quick pass because you've got somebody in your lap or they move you off your mark, it's just not a good place to be in. They'll be fine in, in years to come if they keep them together. Yeah. But it's just been so new coming out of, you know, just protocol they uh, like pretty much got cut at the, the start of the season. Right. The Castro, um, the left guard has been replaced by two or three people at the time. Um, just a whole lot. But again, uh, you know what they'll say, Ron? Not my problem. Yeah. The Titans gonna say, not my problem. Line them up. So line them up. And, and again, I, I'll say this: if if they're smart, they take this challenge because the Titans are a really good team. Mm-hmm. The Titans have a really good defense. Right. Um, I was talking to somebody earlier. I was doing some Pittsburgh stuff, and. I compare both teams to being very sim- similar. Yeah. S- very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, Cam and Cam Hayward, Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah. One and the same. Yeah. In a lot of different ways. Never take a playoff, always going hard. Will push the pocket or they will finesse you to a sack. Mm-hmm. Simply put, TJ and Bud, they yep. compare it together in- anyway. You got a young guy in Alex Highsmith, but you also got a guy that's starving just as much as a young, young guy as Harold Landry. Right. Back end of that defense for the Titans. Kevin Byer. Yep. Minka. Back end of the Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Minka Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, Ryan Tannehill's always been questioned about his ability to make plays, and he steadily makes them. Right. And it's the same situation. Right. And, and truth being told, the Titans OL, they got some issues too. Without question. I mean, let's be real. Mm-hmm. As big as a challenge it is going to be for um, um, the rookie on the left side for the Steelers mm-hmm. or Tukes a core for on the right side. Yep. Westenberry has his hands full. Yes, he does. Alex Highsmith with Taylor Lewan. He mm-hmm. has his hands full. I think Taylor Lewan has a better edge over Alex Highsmith, who's rushing off of that side. But in general, these teams are very similar. Again, Pittsburgh trying to find the running game yeah. uh, with, with, with Najee Harris. And on the other side of that, Dante Foreman for the Titans trying right. to figure it out also. Yeah. So there's a lot of similarities. Like, it could be a blowout, but I doubt it. It's yeah. going to be a very physical game in which both sides are going to go at it to the very end, I think. And whoever doesn't blink last is going to be the team that wins this game. As a analyst breaking down the game and watching the game from your point of view, um, do, do you think that this line handles stunts and twists and things of that nature very good or adequately? Um, Pittsburgh's line. That's what I'm asking. No. Well, you, yeah. They don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it starts with the guy in the middle for them, their center. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, again, we used to have stuff. You know how the game. Y'all know how the game is. When you get the scouting report on the guy, you, you try to figure out, okay, good team, pros, or even in college, good team. Where can we attack? Mm-hmm. On the big board in the Titans facility, what's the name of their facility, their practice facility? Uh, is um, it, um, St. St. Thomas Sports Park? St. Yeah. Thomas Sports Park. On that uh, projector screen, Braber probably had his red laser, and he circled, uh, what's his name? Uh, not Kevin Green. Uh, the the center for Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. They circled him and Ken- said, Kendrick Green. Kendrick Green. Here's our key to success. Kendrick Green, number yeah. 53. He's wearing 53, yeah. but he's not the old 53. No, no, yeah. He's not Marquise Pouncey. Right. And it's not his pro- that's not his fault. Yeah. Marquise was the first rounder. This kid's the third rounder. Similar talent, just not Marquise Pouncey. Yeah. Okay, this guy made, I think, all pro in his first year. Definitely was a pro bowler. But he's the guy that has some bad snaps. Mm-hmm. He's had some hot snaps to Ben. He's 
giving up a whole lot of pressure. They're going right at him. Jeff's M.O. gets 53, yeah. and that's the problem right there for Pittsburgh. Whereas picking up stunts, if he's getting pushed back, if Jeff is pushing him up the field and there's no way to pass off that stunt, yeah, then that's a bad day at the office. And then he's war. getting in the way of his teammates that's, too. And, and, yeah. and, again, the one thing that the, you got to admire about the Titans' defense so far with Shane Bowen is you'll have Jeff right over the center on the edge, one side or the other, getting pushed. And guess who they're moving around on that defense as a, as a rover? You got Harold Landry. Yeah. So Jeff is pushing and Harold is coming up the middle. Yeah. Or they're stunning with Danico Archer coming off the edge, too, or coming across the middle. So um, that's what's going to be so interesting to watch this game is how they pick that up. Yeah. HL, Brent Doherty, Ron Slay, Ramon Foster sitting down with us. Seven dog. Wine and Spirits and Franklin. So you mentioned Cam. TJ, yeah. why have the Steelers struggled so much in terms of stopping the run? Linebacker support a little bit. Okay. Mm. Uh, secondary filling the gap. You'll hear me say it all the time. Uh, what, what, one thing we've always said as a, a, a team in Pittsburgh, everybody got something dirty about their job. Meaning, big boys, you might have to run down the field a little bit further. Yeah. Small guys, running is no problem to you, but you might have to go fill a gap Suck and hit. up in there. Yeah. You better throw your face in that fan. Yeah. You better show how what your will is when it comes. And it's been a little bit of that. And truth be told, too, Pittsburgh's missing some guys up front on their defensive line, too, especially the D-tackle position. Cam Hayward's been the one guy in particular that's been there all year long. For the Steelers, they lost Tyson to Lua Lou early on in the season. Stephon Tewitt is dealing with a very tragic death in his family. It's just taking him a whole lot of time to get back. Um, they've had guys get young guys get injured who were playing and they're simply just getting gashed. And that group is Cam with a bunch of other guys, and I say that respectfully because none of them can touch Cam's level. Cam is a, a, is a Jeff type. They yeah. don't come out of the game. So eventually if, if they're not getting stops and you're extending drives and you got Cam with a bunch of young guys or unexperienced guys, that's what happened in Minnesota. They moved them around because it's only one Cam out there and you need assistance. We see what the growth of Tierra Tart has done. We see what Naquan Jones has done. We see what the addition – of the uh, Nico Autry has done for the run defense, mm-hmm. especially when he's able to play in his normal position. Right. Exactly. Because because of injuries at, at edge, he's had to come out a little bit, outside a little bit. You know, when you dive into the rush numbers for the Steelers, like it's easy to look, okay, they're 30th in the NFL against the run. Yeah. But if I, I went through and looked at in the wins, what were they doing? Mm-hmm. In the losses, what were they doing? They allow 158 yards rushing per game in their six losses and the tie, 158. In the games that they win, they average 118 yards allowed. So I think that's interesting matchup-wise, and and I think that's where the rubber is going to meet the road. Can the Titans run the ball against Pittsburgh? You know what's interesting about this matchup or this week in particular, the way Pittsburgh got embarrassed the first half against Minnesota was this. We saw Ryan Clark the week before call him out. Soft, all of that type of stuff. Yep. Well, God, we got both teams have a whole lot of history from the Oilers mm-hmm. to the old Steelers, too. When you have the Hall of Famer, the guy that helped jumpstart your franchise in uh, Joe Green, call you out, yeah. a response is going to be expected. That's the only thing I question about this because now it's not just the coaches in the room. You have a guy, and you ask anybody to a team, we're talking about the history of a team. Steve McNair here yeah. is the guy yeah. as far as the Titans' history goes. Mm-hmm. Okay, Earl Campbell is the guy as far as the history goes. In Pittsburgh, the guy that springboarded that six rings, all of that history, the teams of the 70, was Joe 
Green. He don't want you to call him Mean Joe Green no more, okay, by the yeah. way. Why? <laughs> Just because he's like, that ain't who I am. I'm a, he, I'm a normal guy now? Yeah, he's a guy now. <laughs> but when, 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 Mr. <laughs> when, when Mr. Joe Green calls you out, yeah. a proper response is expected. Again, the Titans are the better team. I'll say that. And they would admit that. Mm-hmm. But it's the game of football, and it's any, any given Sunday on any Well, day. and here's the thing, and, and Slay hit on this immediately on Monday. So I went and looked. Say what you want. They're 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 a 500 team, yeah, with a 17 game schedule, and they could finish 500, which is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they haven't lost at home since September 26th. That building is tough to play, you know. Yeah. yeah. So they were playing today at practice, <laughs> Renegade. Yeah. And Bud Dupree had a little something going, and they were playing black and yellow. And, yeah. And the crowd is going to come out too. It's not like they look at this uh, season as a wash, right? But a lot of people are trying to capture their moments with Ben if this is his last ride. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to be there. I think about when Kobe had his send-off. Yep. They weren't that great. No, they were terrible. But what was Kobe doing? Yeah. He was he filling the arenas. Yep, he packed it up. So that crowd is going to be there. So if you if you allow Ben to get no huddle, if you allow them to get ahead and not let the Titans establish a run game, it can be a long day. That's why this matchup is so hard. Again, it yeah. went Titans by two and a half. But now Pittsburgh by half a point. Pittsburgh favored by half a point. So I said the other day, <laughs> it feels like reverse line theory to me. It yeah. feels like they put that number out there to get you to bet Pittsburgh. And that's why I think the Titans are going to win. I mean, th- th- it could be true. Because those guys know what's going on. I yeah. got my pick tomorrow. Uh, and I'll, I'll what is say it? that. I gave it to somebody in Pittsburgh. I got to save it for here because that won't come out till tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> a little radio pro right here. Hey. That's all. That See, like when I asked that, I had a straight face. Like just trying to talk my way through it. What is it? See, the, <laughs> the, only, the, the only worry I would have on this, man, is if it comes down to that fourth quarter and it's a tight game. Like I, I Yeah, I, but this Titans franchise, they're very similar in how they, they play. Are. Like when you think about from another team perspective, you're like, we're better than them. Yeah. And then in the fourth quarter, you're down 17, 13. You're like, how in the hell are we? Yeah. Are we in this <laughs> no, position? No. I think I think other fan bases say that about the Steelers. I think they say that about the Titans they too. Do. I'm about to say that about the Titans. And I'm the telling Titans, you, we've Titans. seen them go on the road. How many last round wins game. is right? Exactly. Ryan Tannehill has, and they find a way through yep. it. Yep. And I'm I'm saying the same way that we were saying, man, they got to be able to control the ball and take the crowd out of it. The same way they did in Seattle. The same way they did in Indianapolis. Yeah. The same way they do on the road. That's just a part of it. I'm just saying, the same way I talked about Seattle, it wouldn't be right if I didn't say, man, listen, I done been in that stadium and it'd be a close game. And they play that thing three straight times. <laughs> and the roof come off of it. And I, I'm, I'm sitting there like, dude, they about to, is y'all watching this? They about to win this game. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'm, t- I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. Y'all know. I, <laughs> all right. We're talking ball out here at Red Dog Wine. That's all, all right. we're doing. Hey, oh. we'll be here until 6 o'clock. Come say hello. Uh, you got one more segment in you, or I you need to go? One more okay, right, one more right. segment for, for, the, the, for the big man, big savagery. Yeah. At Ramon Foster, you can catch him on Twitter. J. Martin Ramon, 6 to 10 weekday mornings. 3HL, back in a moment on 104.5 The Zone. Three HL, 104.5 The Zone, Brent Doherty, Ron Slay. Hanging out with Red Dog Wine and Spirits. What up, though? And Franklin. Just get off 65. You don't want to sit in that traffic anyway. Nope. Hang a right, hang a left. Next to Publix. And uh, you can you can complete your Christmas shopping here. Definitely. There is no question. Hanging out oh. with Ramon Foster from J. Martin Ramon. Mm-hmm. And uh, 6 to 10. 
Yeah, six to ten. That morning shift gotten any easier than when you first started? It's just you it's know, a grind, man. I've caught a routine. I've caught a routine, and then with me having younger kids that are super busy, I can knock that out and still go do stuff with them. So I think that the night ends spins early, but I mean, rest is most important. Incorporation of naps. I'm telling you. Nap incorporation. You, you like, seem to be that guy too. Like it's it's hard for me to like log off. It's hard for me to justify taking a nap. Yeah, I'm, I, I feel right? like I was in the same boat as him. I'm like my wife's out I'm there gone. slinging everything around town, and I'm like sitting here taking a nap. Like it's hard for me to justify that. <laughs> Get it, baby. Uh, uh, but Slay is right. If you do happen to slide into one, you feel a lot better. There's yeah, no question about it. Man, more productive and all those. Yes. Ten percent yes. off single barrel purchases here at Red Dog. I've seen you out there looking around. Man, they got great stuff. Supposed to be throwing a little New Year's Eve shindig, Brent. I got to make sure it's all right. Uh-oh. All right. Sure right. And Ron told me to come to the place that he go. Now, is this going to be at, yeah. like, Shea Ramon, or are you going to rent out a venue? Nah. Like, how big are you doing this? It'll be at the crib. Listen, Chateau de Ramon. Chateau de Ramon, yeah. No, it'll be at the house, man. It'll be just uh, uh, some friends. I was trying to figure out what to do downtown. I'm like, man... I want to go do this, but if we're going to be downtown, I want to be rooftop. I want to have my dinner reservations yeah, at like 8, 9 o'clock. So you got to get into a, that like in the summer. I know. <laughs> Start calling around. Okay, this is my inaugural offseason again. I'm still learning this type of don't, – don't count the COVID year. Don't count 2020. Right. This is the real year right here. 2020. Yeah. Twin. You know. <laughs> so I wanted to rooftop it. <laughs> and uh, I was just like, you know what, instead of doing that, let's do something at the crib. That way we can do what we do and, you know, be safe. So Yeah. That's, That's a better be. plan right there. Bro. That's what it be. That's a better plan. Look at this. worked out good, man. LaFone to difficulty here and there. Yeah. And it's and all right. We made it happen. Saturday. Yeah, we're going to try to get him on tomorrow. Um, so this who wins? Good. Steelers Titans. Man, you know what, Brent? Dog, <laughs> I've been assessing this game. It's just going to be good. Look at Brent. Look at Brent. Look at Me and Ramon could do this all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go back so you're going to give your pick tomorrow? Yeah, we'll give my pick tomorrow. What time? Like 9.47 uh, a.m.? Yes. 47 a.m. Sometime a, between 6 and 10. You just got to listen. Uh, we, How about uh, that? We got a loaded, loaded show tomorrow, too, man. Trying to lock in one more guest. That'll be a real good. Okay. Real good. Yep. Lock them in. Art show. Oh. There it is. <laughs> we got a full slate tomorrow. We got uh, Ola coming on at 7. Myra nice. Cope. Uh, no, no, not Myra. <laughs> we got a guy, man, that we've been dealing with. He's still controlling things, I think. <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah, From up there. Step on that towel. He really Myra Cope will get you. Uh, uh, but we got Ola coming on at seven. Uh, we got Adidas King Kabbalah coming on also. Uh, let me pull up our list real quick of a guest, man. Uh, and it's expected. It's a big week. Ola at seven, Aditi, Mike Keith, the legend, yep. by the way. Mm-hmm. Yep. We got, uh, DK of DK Pittsburgh Sports coming on at nine. Uh, and we also will have, uh oh, Nate Washington. Hey, Nate is oh, the best. Nate. Hey, that's Washington. two way I guy love right there. that guy. Pittsburgh and Titan. And we've been battling all week, man. Mm-hmm. He was like, he survived better than I did. Yeah. Because Nate, Nate don't have a, a radio show here because he's not in the city. Yeah. But he could. He yeah. caught, I, I had to do a, uh, I had to MC a Brent Snedeker halftime event at a Steelers-Titans game. It was either yeah. Monday night or Thursday night or Sunday night because it was yeah. a night game. And he was trying to hit golf. He was trying to hit moving targets with a golf ball. It was like 30 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. But, and golfers don't like to be on the golf course or have a golf club in their hand anything less than like 50. Just right. ask them. Right. Like pros, those right. kind of guys. And so I was like, do you feel like you're going to have success yeah. here? And he's like, not really. <laughs> <laughs> they just do it. And he got close on all those things. But while we were down there, 
Right before halftime, Nate Washington caught a nine route right in front of us, ran in the end zone against the Steelers. <laughs> he good. Really? Yeah, he posted a picture of uh, he had a huge catch. Uh, he had a huge catch against the Steelers. Well, you wonder what's crazy. He made a magazine with it, too. What's funny? He, uh, the guys that he played with, Ryan Clark and mm-hmm. other guys, like, you know you didn't catch that ball because Troy swiped it out of your hand. That <laughs> 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 uh, was uh, it's, it's, it's funny. Steel shots are good, but they yeah. do the whole play. Yeah. So we were talking to Ike Reese the other day. Ike Reese. Ike, Ike Taylor. Taylor. Why do I want to keep calling him no. Ike Reese? I did that the other day. Yes, you did. Ike Taylor. Ike Taylor. Solid. Phenomenal. I heard mm-hmm. it. I oh, listening. my gosh. He had the perfect Ryan Tannehill explanation. I heard it. Never even heard that analogy before. For those that perfect. didn't hear it, he said, look, a guy like that, and he's talking about the manage the situation quarterback guy, um, he said either you're, you're the, what did he say? What either you're, you're the, the truck, truck, the truck or, or the trailer. trailer. Or the trailer. trailer. Mm-hmm. Now, the truck pulls the trailer. He's going to put every, it doesn't matter who's out there, he's going to put you on his back, and he's going to get, get it done. It done. Mm-hmm. Trailer guy needs his weapon. Yep. He, he needs the, he needs the truck. Yeah, yeah. he needs the truck. Somebody, and, he he needs somebody in the driver's seat with him. Like it's two two steering wheels. Whereas if you the truck, then you pulling everybody else along with you. And that's why like I've started to call him like Miami Tannehill without his guy. Yeah, because that's what he looks like. Because he didn't have guys in Miami. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought that was really good. And man, what a great player too back in the day. Is. And we, and we learned that. He had the iPod in, inside his that was jersey. He thought with, Ike was crazy. With man. the pods in his ear. That's so cold. y'all knew about that? Yeah, we knew about it. We saw it. <laughs> that's that's, cold. But see, that's the thing, too. Ike was a savvy vet. He knew that he'd get in good with the manager. He'd been there all the time. We always take care of the, the cafeteria workers, janitors, uh, equipment managers, and managers, training staff. Yeah. And Ike knew that he talked to Pat and Raj. They would take care of him. And they, they <laughs> outfitted his helmet with that. That's dope. That's OG cold status, right man. That's cool. So he was listening to music during the game, and he said he would switch it off yeah. in his head. Yeah, but but, but know, he could change songs. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was real cool. I think you shake it or something like that. Uh, but the thing about it, I'm glad he clarified it though, because people were like, "Well, you shouldn't be listening. You need to right. be focused on the game." The point he made, and I'm glad he said it was, "Look, when the when the when when the ball snaps." The music leaves. Yeah, you go in a different zone. I'm focusing on on what's going on. And so the music actually helped him get to that point. Get to that point. It's funny because it, I immediately started thinking about, you know, the teachers that out, that are out there that understand that there are seven personality types, right? Like you can't teach, you know, kid A and kid B and kid C yeah. the same way. No, you right. can't do it because we all learn in different ways. Like some mm-hmm. of us are visual. I need to write things down. That's mm-hmm. why I have these show sheets like yeah, this. Yeah. yeah, I write it down, then I, then I remember it. Yeah. Um, some people you can just tell it to them, mm-hmm. yeah, and they've got it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of what made me think of that because yeah. that that was his personality type to get him to where he needed it, to be. It, it was, and if you know Ike, he's a high energy dude. He goes, and that's the beauty of him. Like I, I look at a guy like you, y'all heard the uh, comments Mike T made about Bayer, mm-hmm. about him just being cerebral, mm-hmm. you know. And if you look at Bayer, also I saw uh, Brian Baldinger put something about a clip about him. Think about uh uh the thing about uh what's his name? Byer was this though. Byer was like, yeah, I still got room to improve. Byer's always got that underdog mentality. Yeah, he's always been that to, way. To, to, uh, speak he about wasn't invited to the combine. Types. Silly. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Silly. Yeah, <laughs> one of the best in the game. Not Silly. invited to the combine. I wouldn't draft. And then <laughs> that general manager over there drafted in the what third round? Yeah, I think third. fourth, third or fourth round. Mm-hmm. Don't forget. He won second. I don't Fire? think so. Okay. Second or third. Either way, high, high draft pick for some people for, that messed up. Yeah. They messed up. And so, he's going to forever have that attitude about e- Either way, and we'll get your pick tomorrow, but on the way out, either way, we've all kind of talked about, like, two heavyweight fighters in the middle of the ring just trading blows. Yeah.
Don't you anticipate that? Very similar teams. Yeah. Very similar. Coaches and everything. Coaches and all. Yep. Yep. Mike T didn't play, but you think he played. Yeah. He played college ball. Right. Um, a lot of history between both of them. Big time. And Vrabel going back home. That's his home. You're right. Hey, thanks for hanging out, man. No doubt, man. Just I know I was drink? a little late, man. Traffic burned me. Don't worry about I it. I had no idea. Don't worry about it. I got to head to a ball game. Yeah, don't even worry about it. Don't you know what I mean? You was here. Sometimes I mean, you just got to be here. Might not. Third round pick. Care of. <laughs> Kevin Byrd, third round pick. Third round Sometimes pick. You just for do. a non combine guy. Sometimes I mean, you just, just do. do. I love that. <laughs> I love that. There he is. Catch up six to 10. Weekdays. J. Martin Ramon on 104.5 The Zone. Thank you, Big Savagery. No and doubt. We uh, have more 3HL. Five o'clock hour coming up. We have plenty of time to say hello to you when you come to Red Dog Wine and Spirits Arf, and uh, yell, I'm in the building when you walk in the door. Please do it. We'll be right back. 3HL, 104.5 The Zone.